Welcome to the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. This podcast will be a sharing of part of my morning routine as I prepare for the day with the Word of God. We will be partaking of Puritan prayers from the Valley of Vision, each day's morning devotional from Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Morning and Evening, and we'll be reading from the Legacy Standard Bible, which is the newest and, I believe, the most accurate translation of the Word of God. We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842, and that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good day, and welcome to the only segment of the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. This is for March 26th. Um, I, the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast is a humble member of the Christian Podcast Community. You can find us over at christianpodcastcommunity.org. Uh, definitely worth your while. A lot of great listening over there. I want to continue to point you at the final link in our show notes. As for the Vail Valley Baptist Church Give, Send, Go campaign, we are striving to rapidly pay off our mortgage so that we can establish a Christian classical education-based school to provide an alternative within our community. So go ahead and click on the link read through the description, um, then we would ask three things of you. We would ask for you to pray for us, to prayerfully consider giving to us, and we would ask you to pass the link along so that others can do the same. Um, and I didn't mean to, I didn't say, but I'm Wayne Floyd, your host, and um, we're only having a single segment. I'm just doing the Bible reading today because I've been very swamped this weekend. We will get back into our Bible study in the Gospel of John, God willing, tomorrow evening for Monday evening. Um, but let's go ahead and let's jump right in and do our reading and and uh, take care of this. So we'll go ahead and open up with it being a Sunday morning. We'll open up with the first day morning prayer. This is called worship. Oh Lord, we can uh, no, let's pray. Oh Lord, we commune with thee every day, but weekdays are worldly days, and secular concerns reduce heavenly impressions. We bless thee, therefore, for the days sacred to our souls, when we can wait upon thee and be refreshed. We thank thee for the institutions of religion, by use of which we would, we draw near to thee and thou to us. We rejoice in another Lord's Day, when we call off our minds from the cares of the world, and attend upon thee without distraction. Let our retirement be devout, our conversation edifying, our reading pious, our hearing profitable, that our souls may be quickened and elevated. We are going to the house of prayer. Pour upon us the spirit of grace and supplication. We are going to the house of praise. Awaken in us every grateful and cheerful emotion. We are going to the house of instruction. Give testimony to the word preached, and glorify it in the hearts of all who hear. May it enlighten the ignorant, awaken the careless, reclaim the wandering, establish the weak. Comfort the feeble-minded, make ready a people for their Lord. Be a sanctuary to all who cannot come. Forget not those who never come, and do thou bestow upon us benevolence towards our dependents, forgiveness towards our enemies, peaceableness towards our neighbors, openness towards our fellow Christians. Amen. All right, now the morning devotion from Spurgeon's Morning and Evening. Our text is from John eighteen eight. Jesus said unto them, If ye seek me, let these go their way. Mark my soul. I'm sorry, mark, my soul, the care which Jesus manifested, even in his hour of trial, towards the sheep of his hand. The ruling passion is strong in death. He resigns himself to the enemy, but he interposes a word of power to set his disciples free. As to himself, like a sheep before her shearers, he is dumb and open not his mouth. But for his disciples' sake, he speaks with almighty energy. Herein is love, constant, self-forgetting, faithful love. 
But is there not far more here than is to be found upon the surface? Have we not the very soul and spirit of the atonement in these words? The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep, and pleads that they must therefore go free. The surety is bound, and justice demands that those for whom he stands a substitute should go their way. In the midst of Egypt's bondage, the voice rings as a word of power, Let these go their way. Out of slavery of sin and Satan, the redeemed must come. In every cell of the dungeons of despair, the sound is echoed, Let these go their way. And forth come despondency and much afraid. Satan hears the well-known voice and lifts his foot from the neck of the fallen, and death hears it, and the grave opens her gates to let the dead arise. Their way is one of progress, holiness, triumph, glory, and none shall dare to stay, stay them in it. No lion shall be on their way, neither shall any ravenous beast go up thereon. The hind of the morning has drawn the cruel hunters upon himself, and now the most timid rose and hinds of the field may graze at perfect peace among the lilies of his loves. The thundercloud has burst, has burst over the cross of Calvary, and the pilgrims of Zion shall never be smitten by the bolts of vengeance. Come, my heart, rejoice in the immunity which thy redeemed, thy redeemer, sorry, has secured thee, and bless his name all the day and every day. All right. Now we're going to be reading uh, Deuteronomy 5 and 6, um, some verses in Luke 7. Uh, we're going to um, read some more verses in Psalm 68 and then Proverbs 11, the last three verses, 29, 30, and 31. So Deuteronomy 5. Then Moses summoned all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the statutes and the judgments which I am speaking today in your hearing, that you may learn them and be careful to do them. Yahweh our God cut a covenant with us at Horeb. Yahweh did not cut this covenant with our fathers, but with us, with all those of us alive here today. Yahweh spoke to, your, to you face to face at the mountain from the midst of the fire. I was standing between Yahweh and you at that time, to declare to you the word of Yahweh, for you were afraid because of the fire and did not go up the mountain. He said, I am Yahweh your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no gods, but no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, any an idol, any likeness of what is in heaven above, or on the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. You shall not worship them or serve them, for I, Yahweh your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on, and on the third and the fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of Yahweh your God in vain, for Yahweh will not leave him unpunished who takes his name in vain. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy, as Yahweh your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but on the seventh day is a Sabbath of Yahweh your God. In it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter or your male slave or your female slave or your ox or your donkey or any of your cattle or your sojourner who is within your gates, so that your male slave and your female slave may rest as well as you. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and Yahweh your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm. Therefore Yahweh your God commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother, as Yahweh your God has commanded you, that your days may be prolonged, and that it may go well with you on the land which Yahweh your God gives you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, 
you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, and you shall not desire your neighbor's house, his field, or his male slave, or his female slave, his ox, or his donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These words Yahweh spoke to all your assembly at the mountain from the midst of the fire, of the cloud, and of the dense gloom with a great voice, and he added no more. He wrote them on two tablets of stone and gave them to me. Now it happened that when you heard the voice from the midst of the darkness, while the mountain was burning with fire, you came near to me, all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And you said, Behold, Yahweh our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. We have seen today that God speaks with man, yet he lives. So now why should we die? For this great fire will consume us if we hear the voice of Yahweh our God any longer than we will die. For who is there of all flesh who has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the midst of the fire as we have and lived? As for you, go near and hear all that Yahweh our God says. Then speak to us all that Yahweh our God speaks to you, and we will hear and do it. And Yahweh heard the voice of your words when you spoke to me, and Yahweh said to me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people which they have spoken to you. They have done well in all that they have spoken. Oh, that they had such a heart in them, that they would fear me and keep all my commandments all the days, that it may be well with them and with their sons forever. Go say to them, Return to your tents. But as for you, stand here for me, that I may speak to you all the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which you shall teach them, that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess. So you shall be careful to do just as Yahweh your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right or to the left. And all the way which Yahweh your God has commanded you, you shall walk, that you may live and that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which you will possess. Deuteronomy 6. Now this is the commandment, the statutes, and the judgments which Yahweh your God has commanded me to teach you, that you might do it in the land where you are going over to possess it, so that you and your sons and your grandson might fear God, fear Yahweh your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I am commanding you all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. O Israel, you shall listen and be careful to do it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly, just as Yahweh the God of your fathers has promised you in a land flowing with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, Yahweh is our God, Yahweh is one. You shall love Yahweh your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your might. These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons, and shall speak of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as phylacteries between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. Then it will be when Yahweh your God brings you into the land which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you great and good cities which you did not build, and houses full of all good things which you did not fill, and hewn cisterns which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant, and you will eat and be satisfied. Then beware lest you forget Yahweh who brought you from the land of Egypt out of the house of slavery. Yahweh your God you shall fear, and him you shall serve, and by his name you shall swear. You shall not walk after other gods, any of the gods of the peoples who surround you. For Yahweh your God in the midst of you is a jealous God, lest the anger of Yahweh your God be kindled against you, and he destroy you from the face of the earth. You shall not put Yahweh your God to the test, as you tested him at Massah. 
You should, you should diligently keep the commandments of Yahweh your God and his testimonies and his statutes which he has commanded you. And you shall do what is right and good in the sight of Yahweh, that it may be well with you and that you may go in and possess the good land which Yahweh swore to give your fathers by driving out all your enemies from before you as Yahweh has spoken. When your son asks you in time to come, saying, What do the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments mean which Yahweh our God commanded you? Then you shall say to your son, We were slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt, and Yahweh brought us from Egypt with a strong hand. Moreover, Yahweh showed great and calamitous signs and wonders before our eyes against Egypt, Pharaoh, and all his household. But he brought us out from there in order to bring us in, to give us the land which he had sworn to our fathers. So Yahweh commanded us to do all these statutes, to fear Yahweh our God for our good all our days, and for our survival as it is today. And it will be righteous for us if we are careful to do all, his, all this commandment before Yahweh our God, just as he commanded us. All right. Luke 7, verses 11 through 35. And it happened that soon afterwards he went to a city called Nain, and his disciples were going along with him, accompanied by a large crowd. Now as he approached the gate of the city, behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a sizable crowd from the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he felt compassion for her, and said to her, Do not cry. And he came up and touched the coffin, and the bearers came to a halt. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak. And Jesus, Jesus gave him back to his mother. And fear gripped them all, and they began glorifying God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And the report concerning him went out all over Judea and, all, and in all the surrounding district. And the disciples of John reported to him about all these things. Summoning two of his disciples, John sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for someone else? When the men came to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for someone else? At that very time he cured many people of diseases and afflictions and evil spirits, and he granted sight to many who were blind. And he answered and said to them, Go and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, the poor have the gospel preached to them. Blessed is he who does not take offense at me. And when the messengers of John had left, he began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to behold? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft garments? Behold, those who are splendidly clothed and live in luxury are found in royal palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and even more than a prophet. This is the one about whom... It is written, Behold, I send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I say to you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. Yet he who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. And when all the people and the tax collectors heard this, they acknowledged God's justice, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the scholars of the law rejected God's purpose for themselves, not having been baptized by John. To what then shall I compare the men of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another, who say, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not cry. For John the Baptist has come eating no bread and drinking no wine, and you say he has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Behold, a gluttonous man and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. 
yet wisdom is vindicated by all her children. Now one of the Pharisees, I'm sorry, that's it. Yeah, wisdom is vindicated by all her children. All right. Oh, there. All right, and then we're going to read in Psalm 68. I'm going to take some coffee here. All right, Psalm 68, verses 19, no, verses 29. I'm sorry, verses 19 through 35. Blessed be the Lord who daily bears our burden, the God who is our salvation, Selah. God is to us a God of salvation, and to Yahweh the Lord, the Lord belong escapes from the death. Surely God will crush the head of his enemies, the hairy skull of him who goes on in his guilty deeds. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea, that your foot may crush them in blood. The tongue of your dog may have its portion from your enemies. They have seen your, pre you, your procession, O God, the procession of my God, my King. Into the sanctuary, the singers went on, the musicians after them, in the midst of the maidens beating tambourines. Bless God in the congregations, Yahweh the fountain of Israel. There is Benjamin, the youngest, having dominion over them, the princes of Judah in their throng, the princes of Zebulun, the princes of Naphtali, your God has commanded your strength. Show yourself strong, O God, who has worked on our behalf, because of your temple at Jerusalem. Kings will bring gifts to you, rebuke the beast in the reeds, the herd of bulls with the calves of the peoples, trampling underfoot the pieces of silver. He has cast out the peoples who delight in war. Envoys will come out of Egypt. Ethiopia will quickly stretch out her hands to God. Sing to God, O kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. Selah. To him who rides upon the highest heavens, which are from ancient times, behold, he gives forth his voice, a voice that is strong, ascribes strength to God. His majesty is over Israel, and his strength is in the skies. O God, you are awesome from your sanctuary. The God of Israel himself gives strength and might to the people. Blessed be God. And finally, Proverbs. Ah, I did that again. Proverbs 11, verses 29 through 31. <clears throat> he who troubles his own house will inherit wind, and the ignorant fool will be a slave to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who is wise wins souls. If the righteous will be repaid in the earth, how much more the wicked and the sinner. All right. Now our evening devotion from Spurgeon's Morning and Evening. The text is from Mark 8:38. When he cometh in, in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. If we have been partakers with Jesus in his shame, we shall be sharers with him in the luster which shall surround him when he appears again in glory. Art thou, beloved one, with Christ Jesus? Does a vital union knit thee to him? Then thou art today with him in his shame. Thou hast taken up his cross and gone with him without the camp bearing his reproach. Thou shalt doubtless be with him when the cross is exchanged for the crown. But judge thyself this evening, for if thou art not with him in the regeneration, neither shalt thou be with him when he shall come in his glory. If thou start back from the black side of communion, thou shalt not understand its bright, its happy period, when the king shall come, and all his holy angels with him. What, are angels with him? And yet he took not up angels. He took up the seed of Abraham. Are the holy angels with him? Come, my soul, if thou art indeed his own beloved, thou canst not be far from him. 
If his friends and his neighbors are called together to see his glory, what thinkest thou if thou art married to him? Shalt thou be distant? Though it be a day of judgment, yet thou canst not be far from that heart which, having admitted angels into intimacy, has admitted thee into union. Has he not said to thee, O my soul, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness and in judgment and in loving kindness? Have not his own lips said it? I am married unto thee, and my delight is in thee. If the angels who are but friends and neighbors shall be with him, it is abundantly certain that his own beloved Hephzibah, in whom is all his delight, shall be near to him, and sit at his right hand. Here is a morning star of hope for thee, of such exceeding brilliance, that it may well light up the darkest and most desolate experience. All right. Well, that is our reading and devotions for the day. Um, I hope this time has been beneficial to you. I'm sorry we haven't gotten back into the Bible study yet. But like I said, God willing, we will Monday evening. Um, I hope you have a wonderful Lord's Day. I hope you're squared away going to church and we'll be taking care of that. <clears throat> and again, I would always implore you to do all you do for the glory of God. All right, let's go ahead and close out in prayer. We're going to close out with the Lord's Day evening prayer this evening. So let's pray. Most holy God, may the close of an earthly Sabbath remind me that the last of them will one day end. Animate me with joy that in heaven praise will never cease, that adoration will continue forever, that no flesh will grow weary, no congregations disperse, no affections flag, no thoughts wander, no will droop, but all will be adoring love. Guard my mind from making ordinances my stay or trust, from hewing out broken cisterns, from resting on outward helps. Wing me through earthly forms to thy immediate presence. May my feeble prayers show me the emptiness and vanity of my sins. Deepen in me the conviction that my most fervent prayers and most lowly confessions need to be repented of. May my best services bring me nearer to the cross and prompt me to cry, None but Jesus. By thy Spirit give abiding life to the lessons of this day. May the seed sown take deep root and yield a full harvest. Let all who see me take knowledge that I have been with thee that thou hast taught me my need as a sinner, hast revealed a finished salvation to me, hast enriched me with all spiritual blessings, hast chosen me to show forth Jesus to others, hast helped me to dispel the mists of unbelief. O great Creator, mighty Protector, gracious Preserver, thou dost load me with loving kindnesses, and hast made me thy purchased possession, and redeemed me from all guilt. I praise and bless thee for my Sabbath rest, my calm conscience, my peace of heart. Amen. All right. Well, you have a good one, and I hope to see you tomorrow. Have a great night. God bless.